On the show today, we talk first week of the NFL. We discuss Cowboys and Texans. And Trey continues to drink a big, tall glass of haterade. The Texans were supposed to come out here and dominate. And they, the, had, oh, they had the hurricane on their side. They had all this momentum. Right, the fans, right, right. J.J. Watt doing all this great stuff. He comes out here with this flag and ranting and raving. And it was deafening in NRG. And those are the reasons right why across the street. Those are the reasons they got smoked like a pack of cools. That was terrible. How if long, how long have you been keeping that line to say that? <laughs> That's old school. <laughs> but if that wasn't embarrassing, I don't know what is. You lost to one of the worst football teams in the NFL coming into the season. A team with an over and under winning wins of three. Three games is what they were predicted to win. And they beat your team in your house. So if that's not embarrassing, that's a shame. You're tuned into the new Channel Sports Podcast. The Ultimate Sports Talk Podcast. Welcome to episode 22 of the new channel sports podcast. I wish I could tell you I was doing a podcast by myself, but I'm not. I have Chris here to my left. How are you doing, bro? Uh, I'm, I'm doing okay, man. It's, it's, it's rough, but I'm here. What happened to what's good? What's good, y'all? And the voice you just heard <laughs> what, what, what's, what's up, man? How are you doing, man? Um, I don't know why I asked you how you doing. Superb. Um, tremendous, marvelous, supercalifragilistic, what is the worst of it? Espialidocious, something like that. It's a great day in the city of Houston. Great day for Cowboy Nation. Laker Nation starting up soon, and I mean, football season started. It's a great day for everybody, right? No? <laughs> how do we start this off? How, how, how do I start this off? How do I start this podcast I could off? tell you how you might want to start it off. What, 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 what would I do? The Jags are the Jags. Okay, let me tell you something right now. The Jags are still the Jags. But on the other side of the equation... The Texans are still the Texans. That's the way you're going to go? Yes, I am. Because until the Jags beat someone that, like the Chiefs did, the Chiefs went into Foxborough and whooped up on the Patriots. The Chiefs were still the Chiefs. Like mm -hmm. I said, the Chiefs beat people that we expect them to beat. But they went in there and they proved something. Anybody that beats the Houston Texans hasn't proved anything. Okay, what happens when you stomp the Houston Texans? What happens when you beat them like they stole something? Miami Dolphins a couple of years ago stomped the Houston Texans. The Chiefs stomped the Houston Texans in the playoffs. This is not a new thing for us. We're not embarrassed. We're not, hu <laughs> we're not humiliated by this game. We're past that. You we're, have we, to be. We are. We absolutely are. I mean, I am a Texan fan. So whenever the Texans roll around, like when they're playing against Cincinnati, this Thursday, I'm all for the Texans, but they're lucky they're playing the Bengals this Thursday because they're playing anybody else. They will have no chance because the Bengals are in the same category. The Bengals are still the Bengals. The bad part is the Bengals are better than the Jags, and 
for the last couple months, I've heard you beat up on this one quarterback named Blake, Blake okay, Bortles. Okay, okay, let me tell you something about that game. The reason we lost that game is because our offensive line is garbage and the Jaguars feasted on that. And their running back, he is the real deal. Now, Blake Bortles, he played all right. He played all right. He made the plays he needed to make, but that's it. He didn't carry the team to a victory or anything like that. Blake Bortles is still Blake Bortles. Mark my words. The Jacksonville Jaguars are still the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Houston Texans, they're lucky. They're playing a terrible division right now. The Colts aren't going to do boo-boo. They're not going to do nothing. Okay? Tennessee Titans, they they may not be as good as we thought they were. Okay? I think they lost to Oakland, didn't they? They did. They did. They lost to Oakland. The Jags, like I said, I will continue to say the Jags are still the Jags until they prove to me. If they win this division, then okay. They've made a step in the right direction. But until then, who knows who's going to win this division? And even then, whoever wins this division, if they go to the playoffs and they get stomped, they're still the same team. If the Texans go to the playoffs and get stomped, the Texans are still the Texans. Okay, this, this, is, this is not a new movie to us. Roll up uh, a musical chairs with quarterbacks. We've seen this movie before. This is not a new movie to us when our when our defense seems like it's non-existent. This is this is, we've seen this movie before, okay? But all I'm saying is leading up all summer, leading up to September 10th, 2017, all I heard was about how good this defense was, how we've had the number one defense in the league. Now J.J. Watt is healthy. I heard all this other type of good stuff. Yes, we knew your offense was going to struggle, but there is nobody, nobody who would have predicted the defense would have laid a goose egg like that. That was not a top-tier defense. That was not the 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 Texans defense of last year. I mean, you— Are you sure? You even Are told you me. Are you sure? You even told okay, me look. losing the people that they lost— wouldn't really hurt them. No, it, it, I still don't think it hurts them. This is the issue right now is the coaching staff. Mm. Get your players ready to play a freaking game. Like I said, this is not a new movie. This happens every year. The Texans get off to slow starts. Even the defense got off to a slow start last year. They were able to catch up at the end of the season and prove that they were a top tier defense. Like I said, this is not a new movie. The reason that Texan fans are frustrated is because. We're seeing the same crap. We don't want to watch the same movie year after year. We're watching Castaway every year, basically. We're watching the same damn movie. We don't know who our quarterback is. That's that's part of the movie. That's the star of the movie. Who's the quarterback? Bill O'Brien on the sidelines making these faces. That's also a part of the movie. Our defense giving up yards uncontrollably in the first half of the season. This is, this, is, this, is, this is not a new movie to us, okay? It is frustrating, but embarrassing? We're way past that. When Brian Hoyer threw away that game against the Chiefs, that was embarrassing, okay? When we lost, I forgot what it was, 50-something to 7 to the Miami Dolphins in Miami, that was embarrassing. We're way past that. When we don't have a starting quarterback for how many years now? How many years has it been now? So a starting quarterback, a legit starting quarterback. It's been at least five seasons. Okay, so we're playing musical chairs, a never-ending musical chairs of quarterbacks. As soon as, um, forgot his name now, Sawyer was playing badly. I knew what's name was coming in. I knew Watson was going to come in. I just knew he was coming in. But we were, we were going to win the game. 
Yeah, Savage. <laughs> whatever his name. I call him Sawyer. <laughs> it, it can be anybody. It can be Sawyer, McDonald, whatever the guy's name is. If that's, that's just the way it is. So how come the expectations are tempered now? Because the expectations last time are I, still the same. The last time we saw each other, the expectations this was a guaranteed are still the same. victory. Okay, look, this it, was this was supposed to be a guaranteed victory, and I sat right across from you, like I sat right now, and said, "Listen, these odds makers know something because they're basically only a two point favorite against the Jags." Your rebuttal to me was, "The Jags are the Jags. We are not going to lose this football game." Don't you think the New England Patriots thought? The Chiefs were still the okay, Chiefs. Okay, but we're not talking about, we're, we'll I'm talk just, about I'm, that later. I'm, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just saying, they're different games. The Chiefs are a much a different caliber team than the Jags. But the no Jags one expected are, the Chiefs to go into Foxborough and win that game right, but the, the way they did. The, but the level, the level between, the distance between the Patriots and the Chiefs, that level is a lot closer than it is the Jags and the Texans. The Texans were supposed to come out here and dominate. And they the, had oh, they had the hurricane on their side. They had all this momentum. Right, the fans, right, right. JJ Watt doing all this great stuff. He comes out here with this flag and ranting and raving, and it was deafening in NRG. And those are the reasons right why across the street. Win. Those are the reasons and they got they smoked like a pack of cools. That was. Terrible. How if long, how long have you been keeping that line to say that? <laughs> That's old school. <laughs> but if that wasn't embarrassing, I don't know what is. You lost to one of the worst football teams in the NFL coming into the season. A team with an over and under winning wins of three. Three games is what they were predicted to win. And they beat your team in your house. So if that's not embarrassing, that's a shame. We've seen this movie before, Trey. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I'm just, We've seen it before. After a certain point in time, it just can't be embarrassing anymore. Like, okay. Anyway, I, I've, if it was the first time it happened, yes. Okay, if we were going to the season Super Bowl predictions that we were going to win the Super Bowl, it would be very embarrassing, yes. So, are the Texans going to win their division? They have a shot still. I mean, you can't tell me they don't have a shot. They damn sure do. And that's that's embarrassing. Okay. Okay, because so, no, no, none of those four teams – you can tell me clear cut if they go into the playoffs, they're going to be favored. Right now that they're playing. Well, but we knew that coming in though. We yeah, knew that. But, we knew that coming in. But every time you go into a season, you can be a fan of the Browns. You can be a fan of the Bengals. You can be a fan of the Atlanta Falcons. These are teams that have that same identity. They're like, what, what are we? What are they going to do to screw this up? Atlanta blew it in the Super Bowl. The Bengals go to the playoffs every year, but they can't do anything. The Browns are the Browns. The Texans, all these four teams, they see the same movie every single year. And that's well, why they're frustrated as fans. Well, they're not going to be free agents or anything like that, but they're frustrated. Well, I'm a Cowboys fan, and we'll talk about them in a second. But I've seen the same movie year after year after year after year, and I've seen it. And my expectations are tempered. But my que- my only concern with the the type of fans that I see here in Houston. Yesterday, of course, I wore my Des Bryant jersey, my Cowboys hat, all around Houston. Proud of my the Cowboys. This was before the game. I had people looking at me crazy, honking their horn at me, all kinds of good stuff like that. So before the game, people coming up to me in Target saying, talking trash about how good the Texans are going to be and how this was going to be an easy win for them. And now it's we've seen the same movie. That's not cool. That 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 is not the way this goes. So, so it's it's humbling. You had to eat some humble pie because Blake Bortles fed it to y'all. AJ Bouye made the right decision, obviously, and y'all stunk it up. If Deshaun Watson was good enough to be your quarterback coming out of halftime, he was good enough to be your quarterback going into that game. But that's the issue right there. That's what the, you're saying that, is the issue. Bill O'Brien and that coaching staff is the issue. We can't keep on doing this 
year after year. He has made the wrong call on quarterbacks. The organization has made the wrong call on quarterbacks far too long. If this year pans out to where we miss the playoffs or we go to the playoffs and get blown out, they need to clean house. So so what I'm saying is I, I agree with what you're saying right now. That's just not what I've heard over the last three months. What I heard over the last three months was how y'all were going to dominate and how y'all were going to win. And what I heard a few days ago was how y'all were supposed to smack the Jags Look, because the Jags heard, are the Jags. The Jags are the Jags. All Remember you that? heard over the last three months was me backing my team. I never said. You're not backing them right now. You're backpedaling. I'm still a Texan fan. You're backpedaling right I now. I am still a Texan fan. Whether or not I'm frustrated or not, you know I'm frustrated. But I'm still a Texan fan. I've already said they still have a chance to How win come, a division. Well, because it's a, it's a poo-poo division. All How right. come you weren't returning my text messages during the game? I told you something was wrong with my phone. Okay. Something's <laughs> <laughs> wrong on my phone. <laughs> so <laughs> whether, you, whether you believe that or not, you I don't know what to tell you. But something's wrong with my phone. I was about to send the people over to your house man to make sure you was doing all right you wouldn't call brother you wouldn't text how was i supposed to know you were okay but like i told you on the last podcast it's the first week of the season so it doesn't mean anything no like i told you you prefer to be one and oh right now instead of one and losing to the jags absolutely but like i told you before if the texans if this is a regular game i told you before on the last podcast if the texans lose this game i am concerned i can still be concerned and they go to the playoffs but if they go to the playoffs and they get blown out by a team like the Chiefs or Pittsburgh or whoever they play in the first round. It's just there's no progress. We're not making any progress. We're just standing still. Just because we're in a poo division and we ain't go to the playoffs every year doesn't mean that we're a good team. Okay, let's be real here. Let's be real here. Before the season started, you predicted that Deshaun Watson would be the quarterback by week six. <laughs> By before 60 minutes was up with the game, he became the starting quarterback. Right. You, last time we had this conversation, we were hoping that maybe a 10 to 6 season, 9 and 7 season, that would be a successful season coming into the way that they, the, the season, the way that they came in. They start off the season, oh, this was a game they're supposed to win. Let's be real. The two games against the Jags, that was part of that 9 or 10 game. Right, right, right. That ain't happening. They could, look, no, I would not be surprised if they go into Jacksonville. And beat Jacksonville. I You're supposed be, to beat Jacksonville. I'm just saying, I wouldn't be surprised if they did or not. Look, you're missing the point. A little are the bit Jags here. the Jags? How about that? The are Jags the Jags are still, are still the Jags? The Jags are still the Jags. You're going to put on Blake Bortles still. Yes, yes, because the Jags didn't do anything to win that game. How the many Texans, sacks did they get? The Texans, and that's the point. Who gets 10 sacks in a game? The Jags. Against the Texans. That's the only team they were going to do that against. And they, they the got, Texans did more to lose. That game than the Jacksonville Jaguars did to win no, the, the game. The Jaguars wanted that game. No, no, no. The Jaguars no, wanted no. that game, Mm-mm. and they took that Mm-mm. game. If the if the Texans had anything of an offensive line, that game would have been a lot closer. Even okay. even with okay. Savage in the game. So what? Were there any surprises? Were there any surprise injuries? Were there any starters out? Was there anybody who got sick, couldn't play, anything like that? Tomo, Dwayne Brown, Dwayne Brown yeah. is very essential. But that's a holdout, though, right? That's a holdout. But that wasn't that wasn't a late game scratch. No, I understand. So that. we knew exactly what the roster was going to be before the game. We knew exactly who was going to start at every single position. Why did I say the Texans were favored to win this game? What was the main thing I said? The motivation to come into this game, the defense was going to be hyped because of what happened right. during the past couple. That was the main reason. Right. Without those key ingredients, even with those ingredients, me and Chris on this podcast agreed it might be a three. Four point. I win. remember. 
That's what it was going to be. No, he agreed with yeah. that. You thought no, it was no. going to be worse. I, I still thought it was going to be an easy win. That's an easy win for the Texans, the way they play football. Okay. The Texans have never, ever beat anybody by 17, 20 points. All I'm saying is coming into this week, we knew exactly who the roster was going to be. And we knew we, we knew everybody who was going to be there. No surprises. And you just admitted that you thought this was going to be an easy win. Right. You just chalked this up as a W and move right, on. No matter right. what the score was. Absolutely. It didn't happen that way. It did not. It didn't happen that way. It, because it, your it, boys, my side piece, <laughs> didn't show up the way and play football. That, to me, was that was it was comical. It was really, really comical. And to get a text back from Chris saying it was too soon. Before, <laughs> is, is this the first yet? Texas game you ever watched? No. No, I saw the. Te- I've been to a couple of Texas games. I watch football. Okay, I watch a lot of football, but I don't even know if that was a game. I don't know that that was that was that was, that was embarrassing. We, as a Texan fan, I didn't even want to get on a national conference call and say I lived in Houston today. See, that's and that's exactly because you're not a, a Texan fan. But as a Texan fan, this is not anything new. We've seen this before. We've had this kind of feeling before. Like, okay, here we go. But I agree with you. It's not anything new, right? So the question is, what is the fallout? I think there are two things. that There's one main issue with the Texans. The Texans organization, starting with McNair and our GM, Rick Smith, they want to have this, and we're talking about a last podcast, a premier organization. So they like this stability. So what happens with the Texans is we end up keeping people for too long. Bill O'Brien has shown that he is a quarterback. He's not. He came here as a quarterback whisperer, but what he is, he's a quarterback destroyer because he anoints you as starter and then gives you he just has no faith in you. You can't go through the entire tra- mini camp, training camp, OTAs, all of that, and then you anoint your starter, and then the first half say, you know, we want to get a little spark going. That was his excuse. He just wants to get a little spark going. He has proven to be a coach who can't decide. He's like a little kid in a candy store. Yeah. Like, I like this shiny thing. Oh, I like this one better. You can't right. do that with quarterbacks. Now he has to go to Deshaun Watson. How do you put him back on the bench? And now he's saying he doesn't know who the starter is going in. At least the last I heard, he doesn't know who the starter is going into Thursday with three, I mean, three days from now. He doesn't know who the starter is going to be. I, I would hope that's gamesmanship. I would hope so. Because I hope he has Deshaun Watson as a starter and just not saying who it is, maybe confuse the other team. I would hope that's gamesmanship because I wouldn't say who's starting with a game so close. But at this point, it doesn't matter. Any team should be preparing for Deshaun Watson. If it's any quarterback other than Deshaun Watson, we have a problem. I don't think they really have to game plan for the way that they played and and Savage's lack of mobility. There's not much game plan around that. I mean, I think you just stack the box and go. So I think anybody in the right mind would prepare for Deshaun Watson because like you just said, there's no way in your right mind you can go back. But just to compliment what you just said, what type of faith, faith does that show Deshaun Watson if you don't come out and say, okay, look, we're just toying with your emotions and you're just going to be the fall guy and put him in a situation where he's forcing pass? He made some bad decisions yesterday uh, because he he really had to. I mean, when you're down by, what, three to, well, in essence, three scores, yeah. you've got to force the ball sometimes. They made, they made You could stunt his growth by putting him in a situation where he's got to make plays that he wouldn't normally have to make. That first drive out of halftime, I was like, okay. All right, twenty to seven. Now maybe he can make a little comeback. And no, that was that didn't yeah. happen. Obviously, we, we definitely talked about stunning his growth on this podcast numerous times. They did, and it's not just it's not just Bill O'Brien because he's not had great quarterbacks. It's not just about that. It's the way the offenses run. Like when you look at the offense on the field, it's like what are they doing? They don't have a. It's like they don't have a game plan. It's like uh, they don't have a scheme. They just go out there and say, run this play. 
run that play. It's a accumulation of things because I can't just it's not just about his quarterbacks and him being a quarterback guru. It's the way they run offense. It's just I don't know what they're doing. Out well, there. when you're missing somebody like Dwayne Brown, who obviously needs to be, you know, out there. And he I mean, I think he proved his worth. Uh, to his team for, for sure um, when you're missing somebody like that yeah. I mean I think that shows and so I think they need to really figure out what's important to them because you can't put Deshaun Watson back out there and get him eight up like they ate up Savage nine sacks ten sacks whatever the total was it was a lot like that's that's what some teams get in a few games not not week one right um, they I mean they made they made the Jag and everyone knew the Jags defense got better they spent a lot of money they're, they they to be honest with you, they're solid defensively if they could play. Their problem, what everybody thought was going to be offensive, moving the ball, and against the number one rated defense in the NFL, it wasn't that hard. They put points up on the board, and and no one's. How many teams do you think? How many how many points did they wind up scoring yesterday? Twenty nine, twenty seven. I think it was twenty nine. Twenty nine. How many games do you think this year, or how many games last year, did the Texans get thirty points put up on them? I don't know, but I'll be surprised if there was some. I I, I know. And I, the Jags I, were I, able to I do said that. I wouldn't be surprised there was some. Because in the beginning of the year, you, you forget it took them a while to establish their defense. It really did. They, and this happens year after year. And the second half of the season is when they start to gel together and come through as a defense. I'm hoping, I'm hoping for for your sake and my sake and everybody else's sake that they could turn this around. Because if they don't, it's, you're going to have a long season with me, brother. I'm just being honest with you. One thing we know as Texans fans, and you've alluded to this, when we get smoked, we get smoked. So we right. get blown out bad. It just it looks really bad. But I think our, our problem is, is, is it's with coaching. Oh, that's, that's and also, people forget that we upgraded. We got Romeo Cornell's not an assistant. Yeah. We have a new defensive coordinator. And he right. looked like a fool yesterday. Yeah, but this the, the Texans have this way of – it feels like they're they're overcomplicating things on defense in the beginning of the year. And then when they try and keep it simple at the end of the year, that's when the defense comes together and plays a little bit better. Yeah. Last game of the regular season last year, the Texans beat the Jags thirty to six. Just saying. Yeah, but that was you know <laughs> that was every, going into every, the playoffs. Every year is yeah, every year is different and they and they had to win that game, I believe. I'm just to saying get it's the exact playoffs. opposite of what happened right. yesterday. It was twenty nine to seven. But that's uh, I don't know, man. That that was uh, that was embarrassing. And I know as a Texans fan, you say you're used to it and blah blah blah. And it's not just I with get, the Bill O'Brien. That's regime. embarrassing. This goes back to when Kubiak was the coach. We've seen this movie a million times already. The primetime game against the Packers. We thought we were on our way. We were seven and zero going to that game, and we thought after that game, we were going to be the team to beat. We got molested in that game. Yeah, so, I mean, we, we've seen this movie before. You had, as a Texan fan. You had 30 points put up on you one time last year. Okay, when was that? When was that? Once. Minnesota Vikings, 31-13. And that was in the beginning of the year? Mm, week five. Okay, yeah. That was the beginning of the year. And then what, what was our record going into that game? You were 3-1. and 3-1 going to that game against mm-hmm. Minnesota. And then we got the beat. Patriots put up twenty seven on you last year without Brady. Without, but but see that even that that was before the Minnesota game, correct? Right? Yeah, and they put up that was with I forgot the quarterback's name that did Brissette. that to us, Brissett. And then Minnesota that year wasn't known as an offensive juggernaut. It was more of their defense. And who, what what teams did we beat 
to go three and one. Bears, Colts, Titans. That's not an impressive resume. I'm just, I'm just, glad I'm just saying you, I'm it's just, not. I'm just glad that you're being, you're being honest. But y'all got smoked yesterday. We got beat. We got destroyed. Like y'all stole something. We got beat. We got beat by y'all the Jacksonville. Y'all got stopped yesterday. We got stopped. Let's just be real. Okay, let's let's establish something right now. When my home team is playing, Trey, do not text me <laughs> during the middle of the game. This dude sent us at least 13 texts. No, it wasn't that many. Maybe was it? 15. <laughs> it was a lot of texts. Uh. Did I really? I didn't. Oh, it's all good. It's, this, this, is the way, this, this is the way life is. Okay? First of all, when, First of all, the first text message I sent, it wasn't about football. It was related to football. How was it related to football? If you put Sunday <laughs> in the text message, then it's related to football. No. If it's not okay. church, if it's not church, then so it's let's football. Be real. If you're not talking about church, then it's football. Let's if you be put real. the word Sunday in there. My first text message to y'all said, I said. And this is after halftime, right? I don't remember what it no, was. I, it was during the no, game. No, no, don't let him read. I'll read the text. <laughs> this was exactly one minute after halftime. Sup, fellas? How y'all doing on this wonderful Sunday? All in caps. So I'm not thinking you're talking about church. <laughs> it wasn't church. I wanted to check on my brother, see how y'all was doing. What's wrong with that? I did type in the words, F you, Trey. And I just, <laughs> I, I deleted it. But I typed it in. <laughs> I had my hand on sin, but I just, I just went ahead. So when the it. too soon comment came back, I just wanted to, what's wrong? I just wanted to check on y'all, see how y'all were doing. And then y'all took it personal. So the, do the Texans win this Thursday? Against the Bengals? Against the Bengals. Oh, man. It's on the road at this point. I, I don't think so. I would hope they do because the Texans, I don't think they have a first-round pick next season or the second-round pick. No. So being bad this year is just awful. There's nothing for you. So with that in mind, I'm hoping they pull it out, but I have no faith in it. That's just as a Texan fan. As a neutral observer, the Bengals look really bad, too. Yeah, the, the Bengals look bad, they too. Look awful, but... <laughs> I give the I give the Bengals slight edge just because they're at home. I don't know that the Bengals looked as bad as the Ravens defense looked really good. No, no, they look good too. <laughs> the That's what I'm saying. Defense looked really, really good. But Andy Dalton played he was miserable. He 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 didn't know what was going on. So the Ravens got back to the old school Ravens in disguise coverage and Suggs played like he was twenty one again. Uh, but you guys are in trouble. You you guys are in trouble. We gotta wait and see what happens. I I do think the defense is gonna turn it around. I just think they're gonna turn it around. It's not like they almost stopped them on that fourth and one. I mean, it was this close. If they stopped them on that fourth and one, I don't even think that game is as big as a blowout if it was. If they did stop them on that fourth and one, the defense showed they showed some flashes to me. The offense just put them in a lot of situations where it's like, mm, what can you do? And the running game, the Jags running game was working. Um, as far as the Bengals are concerned versus the Texans, that's going to be a very interesting game. Y'all gave up a 100-yard rusher to Leonard Fournette, a rookie. Now, Vegas has y'all as a four-point underdog. But again, I'm going to school you on this. That get, the Bengals get three points to being at home. So basically, they're saying this is a push. So one, one point is going to be the difference there. Y'all going to have a problem guarding people out of the backfield like yesterday like it was weird and people running between the tackles i'm not used to that like i'm not i'm no i know vince wolfork is doing his hb commercials and stuff like that now but that's like you would dare teams to try and do that a hundred yard rusher to the jags come on 
Like, I mean, if they could do it, anybody could do it. Fortnite I'm just being honest good. with you. I'm not, I don't want to take anything. I will say Blake Bortles, I, there was nothing impressive, but Leonard Fournette looked fantastic. Yeah, that's the only, Woo. as far as the Jags are concerned, I already mentioned this earlier, that was the one aspect of the game that impressed me. I was like, okay, that's impressive. Yeah. Everything else that they did was like, okay, you did it because you did it against the Texans, Yeah, pretty much. But I, I do think the game against the Bengals is going to be interesting. If the Bengals lose that game, Marvin Lewis and that coaching staff is in trouble as well. He should be on the. He should be in trouble anyway. He's one of those people that I think needs to really understand that you know we're not going to put up with this anymore. Uh, but I don't know that that's gonna. I don't know that that'll ever happen. Yeah. Um, with him, that's um, another organization that's kind of kept the coach around. I think a little bit too long. Marvin Lewis has gotten a, a lot of opportunities. But he keeps making the playoffs. Yeah, but they're going to lose in the playoffs. Man, that's fine. And not just that. You, you, they lose to the Texans but they, in the playoffs. They, they saw what happened to the Chargers when they fired Marty Schottenheimer. But he was, he's not Marty Schottenheimer. I'm sorry. Marty Schottenheimer led that team to a 14-2 and season, and they lost in the conference finals. The Bengals have never made it to the conference finals, let alone finish a season 14-2. and so I think there, I think there's a little bit of a difference. I just do. Yeah. So, you want to talk about the uh, the pink elephant in the room? Oh yeah, that Seahawks Packers game. Let's get <laughs> absolutely. Right to it. Yes. That was a great game. <laughs> that was a great game. Aaron Rodgers picking him in the first round is that you know I would see how people would think that was a mistake, but I do remember someone in this room saying that oh, I think you agreed too that they would be playing in the Super Bowl. And they're true. They're the true. They're really, really. They made a really good Seattle defense. Look. Actually, all of our Super Bowl Average. picks looked pretty good. The Panthers played the 49ers. But they looked good. They did not look good. No, no, no. I, as far as Cam Newton is concerned, he looked a lot better than he did last year in that game. Well, okay. Yeah. And the defense, they were supposed to do against a 49ers offense that wasn't that good. I just thought they would blow out the 49ers. Right, right. But the, even with the uh, Panthers, they play – Strong defense, and they control the ball on offense. So you're not going to really blow out teams week to week like that. And you thought the Steelers looked good? I mean, they won. Okay. I know, against, it, was against, I know it was against Cleveland, but Deshaun Kaiser looked good. But they, they, the Browns the Browns could have won that game. They could have. No, no, I'm not, I'm not debating that they could not could have. But um, Bell had a bad game, pretty much. And he's not going to have a bad game week to week. So did he have a bad game, or was the Browns' defense balling? We don't know yet. No, it's we, the first no, week. Uh, we know. Come on, y'all. No, I, I don't know. You yet. think he just had a bad game? <laughs> well, it was not so much just a bad game. He looked a little rusty. He looked out of sync. There were no, several I, passes that him and Ben Roethlisberger normally connect on. Just simple screens. And they dropping balls. Ben Roethlisberger was overshooting him. They just didn't have the practice together. Well, he was 11 for 11 going to Antonio Brown. So I don't know that Roethlisberger was the, the biggest issue. I don't know if that was the biggest issue. I think the, I think the Browns' defense is, was better than what a lot of people gave him credit for. And most of the time, when you got a rookie quarterback coming into the season as your starting quarterback, people tend to rally around you. And I think that's what happened. It happened for one court, one possession in the Texans game. But I think those guys were really excited to see Deshaun Kaiser do well. And I think the team it was just a different energy for them. Right. Um, right and right. I think I think the Texans would have seen a different outcome had they made that decision too. They started Deshaun Watson. You think they would have won that game? Yep, I really do. I think the so energy would have been. How, how could you think that? 
and you think that it was more so the Jaguars winning the game as opposed to the Texans Because losing. I think mo- first in, in the NFL, just like in Madden or anything else, momentum is real. The buzz around this town going into what – Going into that game would have been completely different. I think the players' mentalities would have been different. I think the offense would have been different. Your mentality is different now. And so what you were really, the the image you were portraying last week was obviously just the front. Because no, no, deep no. down inside, you knew the truth. If Deshaun Watson would have started the game, the, the game would have been closer. But the Texans could not stop the running game. I don't care what happens in that game. Yeah, but do you do And then Desha- Deshaun Watson was going to make a rookie mistake. It was written all over it in that game. Yeah, but that, he was going to make a pass that was going to get picked up. Yeah, but off. when you're down, what was the score at halftime? I understand that, but there was some, and the Texans couldn't really run the ball either. Yeah, but the, but that's that's different. By that by that time that he got in the game, that game was truly over with. That game was truly over no, with. I agree. I agree. I, in my opinion, I think it was really over with. But I think things a little bit. I think things a little bit different. I think um, it would have been closer. I don't think it would have won the game. Well, that's just what I think. We will never know. We won't. We yeah. won't. We will never know. But we do know right now. The AFC South leading Jags um, had a big upset week one. That was a, are you jumping the sheep on us? No, are you Jags Nation now? No, Cowboy Nation, Cowboy Nation. Because I know, I know, two people in this world would have not rather would have not rather see anything else happen yesterday except for the Cowboys losing. I know two people in my life that would have preferred to see look, them look, lose. Look, 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 look. I'm a, I've said it multiple times on this podcast. I am a casual Cowboys fan. Mm-hmm. I'm not a Cowboy fan. I'm, I've said that many times on this podcast. I am not a Cowboy fan. But I did not go into that game saying, oh, I hope the Cowboys lose. If Odell Beckham would have played, I thought they would have been in trouble a little bit. That's that's my opinion. You would have been. You would have rather meet me face to face today, knowing that both teams are zero and one, than the and Cowboys. That, that's just because of the kind of person you are. <laughs> <laughs> that has nothing to do with the teams. But let me tell you something. Cowboy Nation is back. I'm just telling you right now. Dak Prescott played well enough to manage that football game, not to give it away yesterday. Ezekiel Elliott rushing the way that he played yesterday with all the distractions that we had going around and the way that they were able to spread the ball around was unbelievable. I think there's one big winner from yesterday's game, the Cowboys game, or there's two overall big winners on Sunday. The first one we already covered with the Texans is Dwayne Brown, pay that man. And the second one is Odell Beckham Jr. If I'm Odell on the sidelines watching that, I just look to my agent and say, go get it done. I want to be the highest paid player in the NFL. Definitely wide receiver, but you need to push it up there. Just the same way Le'Veon Bell's asking for, because that Giants offense looked anemic. It looked like they had no clue on what route a running a wide receiver should run. And Elon Manning just looked frustrated. He didn't really look bad yesterday. He just looked frustrated. They weren't running the right routes. Brandon Marshall looked very old. Sterling Shepard was okay on occasion. But they didn't have anything. The Cowboys' defense didn't have to do anything. So the biggest winner for me wasn't the Cowboys. I, I, there was nothing that Cowboys did that impressed me last The night. Giants are almost like the Texans, too. No, sir. It takes them a while to get started up. They always get off to these starts where you're like, what are they doing? So this is more so on, on offense. They, they're a second-half team. I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm just saying that aspect. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. I will let you poo-poo on the Jags. You are not poo-pooing on what the Cowboys did yesterday. The Cowboys won the game. No, no, no. They they but, but dominated defense, that game. Okay. 
look, look, look. They didn't. This, the, this, the, is, a, this the, is a this the is a Giants week didn't one. cross the thirty five yard line until like this is the a second week, half. This is a week one thing right here. Okay, the Cowboys may go thirteen and three, go into the playoffs. If your team that you predicted to win, the Packers, win again, they've made no progress this season, right? That is what the NFL is about. You want to make progress year by year. Now, when you look at this game, they won. Yes, they did. Against the only team, the team that dealt them two L's out of three last year. And they're missing Odell Beckham. Just like you said about the the Texans last year. They beat the Raiders, but Derek Carr didn't play. So how much credit do they really get for that? Until they play the Giants at full strength, then we can evaluate the Cowboys and really see if they're ready to take the next step this year. So, so how much, how big of an, so you think the Giants win that game with Odell Beckham? I think it's, it's a closer. Closer. It's not it's even more that's, that's not what I ask you. But it's, it's not more competitive. It's a yes or no question. Do you think the Giants well, beat the Cowboys in the with process, Odell Beckham? In the process of me saying it's more competitive, yes, they have a chance to win I, the game. It was just a yes or no question. Do you think the Giants beat the Cowboys that's with not, Odell that's Beckham? That's not a fair question. It is a fair question. Because the dynamics of the game, it just changes. Okay. That's all it really does. So, it makes it more competitive. So you, you don't want to answer the question? Well, I can answer the question. I think if Odell Beckham Jr. is there, there is a strong chance that the Giants win the game. No, it's just but yes me, or no. So but let me tell you. Your honor. honor. Your <laughs> honor. It's just, it's just answer the question. It's I'm, a yes or no. I'm going to go ahead and say no. Okay. But I you. do want to say this, though. And I know you agree, agree with this as a Cowboys fan. The Cowboys, at the end of last season and throughout the offseason, were decimated in secondary. Barry Church is gone. A number of your better secondary players Skandrick went out last gone. night. We don't know how good that defense is. We've always known coming to the season that the defense was obviously not going to be that good. And I think after yesterday's game, we don't know anything. Exactly. That's my point. That's there was no test. The, the test that they took yesterday was irrelevant. The, the defense wasn't tested. The defense wasn't tested no, yesterday. No, it wasn't. Okay. We're talking about Eli Manning. Brandon Marshall, like he said, looked like he he's pretty much done. If your best right receiver is Sterling Shepard – your defense is not being tested in that game. Then the, the Giants have no running game whatsoever. I can't remember the last time they had was it Tiki Barber? The last time they had a running game? They have no running game. So what what team and what team in our division does? Well, I'm just saying the what Giants, you, what, the what Giants NFC, is not a fair what test. NFC team yesterday showed you that they had a decent running game. I'm just saying. I'm just it asking. Wasn't a fair, I'm not, asking a question. Not, not, none really that I can recall what, what, right what, now. What, what, what NFC but rushing? The, the point being no, is so, they didn't have Go ahead, man. Go ahead. I'm, you know, you know how I am today. What? Just <laughs> give me some slack today. You know what, how I am today. What NFC team dominated on the ground yesterday? Why you guys say dominated? What team played well on the ground? The, the, the Panthers, Bears. The, the Panthers played well on the ground yesterday. Okay. Both McCaffrey and Jonathan. Bears Stewart. didn't play bad yesterday. The Bears, the Bears didn't play bad either. Panthers ran the ball pretty well. Who else? The Cowboys. The Packers. The ran Packers well. real. Packers ran well too the other day. They did. They did. The Packers ran the ball well? Yeah, they did. They did. They had a good running game um, the other day. How many, I can remember. How many yards did Montgomery get yesterday? Oh, he, it, it was positive it's yards, a, though. That's exactly. what the, It kept the chains moving. Yeah. It was effective. Okay? It was a lot better than what they had with Eddie Lacy last year, for what I can remember. When they when they needed to get three, four yards on the ground, they were able to do that with Ty Montgomery. Yeah. I don't think he had that great of a day yesterday. What's the point you're trying to make? Bro? I'm just trying to say that we didn't – you can't poo-poo on my team and say that they weren't tested. Well, we can the, only play the people that are in front of us, all right? This is my point. And the Giants, not many people expected the Cowboys to do what they did to the Giants yesterday. The, my point being is that if you don't have a passing game and you don't have a running game, 
then your defense is not being tested. That's just my point. We all know the Packers have a phenomenal passing game, right? So I want to bring up their running game as far as testing the Cowboys. But if they if they go up against the Packers, that will be a true test. If they, they beat the be, Packers, they will be going up against I know, the Packers. If they beat the Packers in the fashion they beat the Giants, then I can tell you that, okay, the Cowboys defense has gotten better. You can't say from that game definitively right now, Trey, that the Cowboys defense is better off that one game. I, that's no, I'm just, that's, but I'm, I'm just talking I'm, about I'm asking you a question. Yes or no? Yes or no? Yes or no, though? Better than last year? Off that one game, you're going to tell me that defense is better. No. Okay. No, but okay. I'm not going to say they're not tested. They played well. They put pressure on Eli Manning like they've never been. They didn't do. They didn't put this type of pressure on him last year. So forget the receivers. I'm just talking about we didn't apply this type of pressure on him last year. When you're missing your best player and possibly the best player at that at a certain position is going to change your game plan. It changes your team. So today all I've heard are a bunch of excuses. Poo-pooing on the Jags, poo-pooing on America's team, coming out and spanking the Giants. That's all I've heard. That's all I've heard. The Cowboys are going to. You want to hear some good <laughs> I said I said I said I said it. I said it. I had it's one of them days. <laughs> it was one of them days. Okay? I'm probably going to edit that out. Anyway, but the Cowboys are going to go to the playoffs. There's no one in that division, even with Odell Beckham. The Cowboys, not the Cowboys, the Giants, they may split with the Cowboys every year or even beat them twice if they want to. But the Giants' true test is making it to the playoffs. And when they go to the playoffs, what can they do in a play, playoff run? The Cowboys are going to go to the playoffs. That's bar none. Like I said, they have to show it's the defense now. If the defense does not play better than it did last year, it's going to be the same story for the Cowboys as well. They're going to lose to a team. Like that's hot. That's hot in the playoffs. I don't see. I, I maybe. Man, you, you even, you even pick the Packers to win in the Super Bowl. I, I, I mean to go to the Super Bowl. I know, just due to experience, and they got to me the second best quarterback in the game right now. But all I'm saying is the way that the the dif- the the difference maker that we have is Ezekiel Elliott. And Dak Prescott, who's managing football games, like him throwing the ball away, him not forcing passes. I mean, he had a couple well, pass yesterday. I thought that could have been intercepted, but like we're we're a totally we're a totally different football game. With a team with some experience, and our offensive line is yeah, the, the offense, they're getting older, but they're good. The offense doesn't need to be tested. The, I mean, the offense is good. The offense is good. I will say this, and I talked to Trey about this a little bit before the podcast. I really saw something from Dak. In yesterday's game that I haven't seen from him. He seems to be pressing a little bit. It seems like he may have been listening to the critics during the offseason saying he has to throw the ball down the field more. There are a lot of times where I thought he had the underman on the under routes and he was still throwing it deep and forcing a couple of balls. He was fortunate not to get picked a couple of times and he also missed a couple of touchdown passes. I don't know if that's a product of him not being as good as we thought or a product of him maybe feeling a little bit of the pressure. So that's one thing I think Cowboys fan needed to look at. We already know Zeke is a beast. He he truly is a beast. But Dak scared me just a little bit. A I little think, bit. I think that that will open up past that. That's why Jason Witten had such a great game yesterday. I think Cole Beasley did what he needed to do in the in in the with the opportunities that he had. And goodness gracious, Terrence Williams. I mean, I think him throwing the ball downfield, which is what we didn't do a lot of last year, is going to open up. Jason Witten looked like a spring chicken yesterday like he looked like wow okay this guy's can still play but that's because he's stretching the ball that's he had he had to do that and i think that was part of the aggressive game plan we got a couple pass interference penalties should have gotten more um but i think that was part of the game plan and i think you got to do that when you got a player like des bryant 
I'm not saying he's Randy. He's nowhere near Randy Moss. But John Madden used to say, if you got uh, Randy Moss, you it doesn't matter. Just line up, tell him to go as fast as he can, and just throw it up. You, the odd you, two of the three things that could happen are in your favor: a pass interference or a catch. They could bat it down or, or pick, but the chances of them passing interference or getting the ball down the field, and I think that's what they need to do. So I like the fact that he's throwing the ball down the field as long as he doesn't turn the ball over. Dak looked good. Dak looked really good. Defense looks good. Mm, they were all right. Zeke looked good. Really good. Offensive line is great. The best in football. Why are they not your Super Bowl favorites? Because I think they they need some they need to mature some. They need a little bit more seasoning. They need to be on the pit a little bit longer, if you will. So I think this is where I honestly think we get to an NFC championship game. Uh, and then I, I ultimately I think the Packers wind up winning that game. Uh, just because of Aaron Rodgers and his experience. And, I mean, if they're healthy, first of all, then that, that's assuming Randall Cobb, Jordy Nelson, if those guys can stay healthy. One of those guys go down, I'm seeing a totally different tune. But if they stay the way that they are right now and they establish a good running game, uh, I don't think anybody could, I don't think anybody's going to beat the Packers. I think you're looking at the Packers going, you know, 14-2, and 13-3 and three, um, at least, and so coasting into the playoffs. Um, but next year – that's a different story. I Which think. team looked the uh, the most impressive week one? I would say out of the teams that I picked them earlier in the year, I think the Eagles are a fantastic football team. Defensively with Cox and them boys in that front seven, and then I've been big on that Carson Wentz. I think Carson Wentz is a fantastic quarterback, and he's only going to gel with his receivers more. I'm not quite ready to say they're going to top the Cowboys – but if the Cowboys are challenged this season in the NFC East, most people think it will come from the Giants. I don't think so. I think it's going to come from that Eagles team. They're fantastic. Yeah, I can agree with you on that. I don't know. I don't know. I was probably most impressed with how the Packers dominated. I feel like they dominated the Seahawks. Like I told, I said on the podcast last week, the Seattle's defense looked really good. And I guess that was just the preseason uh, because they did not – I wasn't impressed. Now, losing Lane early in the game didn't help. I think on that phantom punch that I guess he got thrown out on. But for the most part, um, I, I don't know that I was really, really impressed by anything. I was let down by a lot of teams. I thought the Steelers looked sluggish at times. I thought the Cardinals looked – I mean, they just imploded once David Johnson got hurt. Um, I, mean, I think some of the – I mean, Oakland, they're scary. I think they're really scary. I think Marshawn Lynch didn't like tear it up yardage wise, but getting those tough yards and then I don't know what you do with Amari Cooper. I mean, you put on fifteen pounds of muscle. I mean, he just looks he looks unstoppable. Crap, she didn't even have a great game yesterday. And they beat one of the teams that people thought could win the AFC South. Like I they're gonna be really, really good. Yeah. I have a couple of teams that I was I wanna say I was impressed by because I'm more so you can't keep on doing the same thing over and over year by year. So I was impressed by the Philadelphia Eagles. Like he said, I think that is a team that's going to contend with the Cowboys, but the Cowboys definitely have the edge. I'm going to bring up the Chiefs again. Going into Foxborough and winning that game, they did something that they don't normally do. They win a game they weren't expected to win. And I had to give it to Detroit Lions. That Cardinal defense and the way they start off that game, a regular Lions team might have folded and said, you know what, we're about to lose this game. But Matthew Stafford. What's the name of the quarterback? Matthew Stafford. What's the name of the quarterback, Trey? Uh, Carson Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Stafford and the Detroit Lions, after that slow start, they pretty much dominated the game after that. 
And I, I do think is also on Carson Palmer as well. He does not look good at all. But the Lions were able to come through and win that game. And I said the Chiefs, the Lions, and the um, Eagles. Eagles. Those those teams looked pretty impressive to me in the first week. Momentum. Right. I mean, momentum is something else. I think a lot of teams missed out on some opportunities yesterday um, going for, you know, fourth down. I mean, I saw – I mean, heck, the Titans came out and kicked an onside kick to start the game. I mean, I, I thought some teams really, really took some chances that they really didn't need to take. So it felt like they were pressing week one. Um, t- I think teams were really pressing week one, and I didn't really think they needed to do that. Uh, so, I mean, I, I'm – I think the parody in football this year is going to be a lot different than what a lot of people thought. Um, and and don't forget, we haven't even seen we haven't seen the Buccaneers yet, who I think is a team that when you look at it defensively, I know it's week one, but we haven't seen the Buccaneers yet. We haven't seen my main man Jay Cutler yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I I do think those teams, you know, because of the situation they're in, it really just depends on how many times they can actually play at home too. Because if, if they're going on neutral fields and they have to deal with That's everything around, it is a big difference, and it it might stunt some of those. It, it just might stunt some of those teams. I think that's one of the reasons that you know the Lions played so well yesterday too. That crowd was in that game. Yeah. I mean, like even when they were down, you know, they had that they had their teams back. So injuries obviously didn't help at all. But uh, I think we're in for I think we're in for a treat this season. I can't. Uh, I, I'm I'm excited. I, I didn't move from in front of the TV yesterday. I mean, I watched. I read. I had a red zone on one screen, and then two other games going on another one. Just you know, watching the whole thing. So I'm excited, though. No, I'm. I'm still very excited. You know, I still have my fantasy football team to look after. <laughs> um, Aaron Rodgers, probably my favorite player in the NFL. He looked great. They also kind of got off to a bad start. They got a little bit lucky there on that. That, that pick, pick six, six. That yeah, that that should have been a touchdown. Momentum. I think the, the the outcome of the game might have been a little bit different. That was a touchdown, but it wasn't. They were able to turn it around and really play. And Aaron Rodgers is he's the best quarterback in football to to me right now. He looked pretty pretty good. So yeah. everybody knows we're in a fantasy football league together, right? How's everybody doing in their fantasy matchups this week? I'm getting smoked. I can put that out. I'm going to win my first game. I guess my my lovely, lovely girl. But I hope, she, I hope she's not too upset as to listen to this because she's really into it. But um, daddy won again. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I told you I would win the whole thing. And I'm standing true. I'm going to stand true to that too. But it's uh, it's fairly competitive. It's fairly competitive. You are the Oilers. Yes, sir. Yeah, you're gonna hold the yeah, Oilers. You hold on. Does anybody know who's the highest scoring team in the league, though? Does anybody know? Um, I don't know. Was it was it your team, Chris? No, it's not mine. I know it wasn't mine. Hmm. We already know who it. You you know where he's trying to go. With I'm this. just asking. I don't know. I, I, I don't, <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure what that. the total. I'm not sure what the total is. It's week one. <laughs> yeah, it is week one. Poo poo. Y'all are poo pooing on everything. <sighs> That's okay. That's okay. But hey. who was who was the the standout player in well, Week One? That's easy. It's Hunt, Hunt, Cream Hunt, Cream Hunt. Oh, without a doubt. But is there, is there anybody else that stood out to you? Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. Stupid. Well, no, 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 no. Well, he's bro, we know Anto- he's Antonio Brown. I mean, a, a player that we didn't really think was going to have a standout. Eleven, for, eleven targets, eleven receptions, hundred and eighty-two yards. Now look, look, look. A lot of look, who do we say was the best? Me and you, Trey. Who did we say was the best wide receiver <laughs> in the league? That's true. <laughs> we both said it to Julio. Because Julio. Well, 
<laughs> the father. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. wait. It's like, natural grass yesterday. Oh, natural okay, grass. Okay. We'll see what happens when they go back home. Antonio and Brown plays on natural grass at home. So he played. He balled out. And Kareem Hunt, I think. I think that was probably the biggest surprise. I give you that. It was right. probably the biggest surprise. Right. But man. Antonio Brown, I mean, I, I just I, my son has him on our fantasy football team for our family league, and it 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 hurts my feelings. Like I'm like, this makes no sense. If you know, and Rodney Harrison was even saying it during the broadcast, like he won't catch up any passes if you double team him. But he was but double really hard. It's, it's hard to really just scheme defensively against that football team. Yeah, when well, you have a a running back in the backfield and as dynamic, Bryant back yeah, now exactly. Too. Yeah, you got to really like you got to pick your poison. Yeah. And I would, if I was a, a defense, I would be like, we're shutting Brown <laughs> down. They can, Bell can run the ball all he wants to, but we have to shut Antonio Brown down. Free to go 11 for 11. I mean, yeah. <sighs> That's hard. That's I, what, I would also say Stefan Diggs. Yeah. Stephon Diggs. Right. Um, this is a game he was wearing Randy Moss's cleats before <laughs> the game right. and then balled out like Randy Moss. So he was also a very impressive player. Yeah. I'll give it to Alex Smith, too. You know, in that game, Alex Smith made some throws that were pretty impressive, and the man had four touchdowns as well in that game. Yeah. Matthew Stafford played – he played like he was – Above average. Above average. Like, like he was the highest-paid quarterback in the league. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, I don't know if – out of all those players, you know, you know Antonio Brown is going to continue to do what Antonio Brown does. Is Alex Smith going to continue to keep that momentum up and and get the Chiefs to the playoffs and become, you know, someone you can arguably say is an elite quarterback? Well, this is his last chance. Right. Right. I think he knows that. Right. So I, I think if he does lead them to the playoffs, which I think he will, it looks like at least after the first week, but if he leads them to the playoffs – I believe you'll see a an Alex Smith out similar to what you saw when they played the 49ers way – I mean, it's not the 49ers, it's the Saints way back when he played for the 49ers who just threw the ball over But he had a pretty good season that year, though, too. Yeah. Alex Smith did. I mean, he was really, really good. He looks poised to have a similar season. Right, right, right. Alex Smith is he's – he's the truth. I don't know that he has only this year left in him. I think that they – you normally draft a rookie quarterback knowing that there's going to be – you know, a learning curve. And if they come, if they finish the season, you know, and they, they win the division, they make the playoffs and, you know, they, they go 10 and six, 11 and five, you know, heck, 12 and four. You can't, there's no way you tell Alex Smith he's done and put him at home. There's no way. I don't think you can do that. I agree with you. Yeah. I, I, so I think that you, if, if Mahomes, if you give Alex Smith one more good year to go, but I mean, again, <laughs> well, I will say this. Alex Smith has seen this story before. Just that same year they went to the conference championship, they had a great record. Next season, cap came on. So it's not that like, was due to an injury, though. But they're still gonna. When he got healthy, they're like, no, don't don't come back. Cap's <laughs> gonna take over, though. Yeah, I don't know that. I don't know that Mahomes will have that magical carpet ride that Kaepernick had. I think that was even. Uh, that may have been. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that offense was built for Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. No, also, um, I forget the coach's name off the top of my head. Harbaugh. Harbaugh. Yeah. He he was really good. But that was his guy. Yeah, Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. So even before Colin Kaepernick was the, the the quarterback, he built that offense in a way that Colin Kaepernick could be successful. Yeah. So I kind of think it. You know, Alex Smith 
if he wanted to, he can play in an offense, Patriots, Packers like that. I think he can still be effective as someone that throws the ball a lot as well. Just he hasn't had the opportunity to do so. Yeah. Yeah. But fantasy wise, I think Hunt was obviously Tariq Hill. Fantasy wise was yeah yeah he was pretty good too he got hurt in that game amazing. though but it was just yeah. cramps I think yeah but I mean I think we're not used to those Thursday night games being duds like the one coming up this Thursday but that was a uh, let's go ahead and give out his address let's just do it <laughs> <laughs> I, I did say something on I was, the last podcast where I said Trey wasn't going anywhere he threw it all away <laughs> yesterday pretty much every single text. He texts me. I can't believe just checking on my boys would get me in trouble like that. That's just not <laughs> right. <sighs> you feel better? Yeah, I feel better. I mean, it's a long season, man. It really is. Um, And because of the division we play in, who knows? Injuries throughout the course of the year. Who knows really what's going to happen? We have an idea, though, right now of who the top teams are. You know, the Patriots the, in the AFC, the Patriots, the Raiders, the Steelers are kind of in the same situation. Who's going to challenge them in that division? No one. Yeah. So so with this L that y'all took, do you have a projection? Do you feel comfortable with the projection on your over and under win total now? For the, the Texans? Mm-hmm. If you want some time to think about it, I'll give you some time if, to if think they about only, it. Look, look, if they only win six games this year, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't. So if, but, they, if, they but, go, if they go 10 and six, I wouldn't be surprised. But can, you, can, you, can I get a number? <laughs> if, you, if you want some time to think about it, because I'm going to hold you to this number. Nine and seven. Nine and seven. Nine and seven. Yeah, nine and seven. All right, we're going to mark the tape. I'll give it nine and seven. Nine and seven. Okay. That's a good number. Yeah. Nine and seven. They beat the Jags in Jacksonville. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> if it's played in Jacksonville, I mean. Oh, it's possible. It is possible, yeah. Anything is possible. <laughs> Man, I love I, I love. You got to understand that the Jacksonville Jaguars, they're happy they won this game. But they're also like, okay, is this going to continue? Are we going to win week by week? Because this is a momentum thing through the course of the season as well, right? They don't know if they're going to see the Blake Bortles of old come week two. Blake Bortles didn't light it up. He no, just didn't make about, mistakes. But th- that that tells you how bad he was. For him to have that game, and it wasn't really like a, a great game. He had like 21 attempts. Man. But that's what I'm saying, though. They're like, if he can just <laughs> do that and the running game can stay consistent, then we have a chance. He also lost his top two targets. Trey, this this is what I'm saying. Okay, he's had those top two targets for the past three years, and he hasn't looked impressive. Okay, so I'm just saying in per- perspective as a Jaguar fan, right. what they're thinking. Well, sometimes you don't need to throw for 300 yards. Sometimes oh, yeah. you just that's, need that's to throw hoping. for exactly. 200 and win the game. That's what they're hoping. There, there are going to be some situations where they're going to be like, okay, Blake Bortles, you have to win this, this game. Because there are going to be some defenses that are going to be able to stop their running game. And Blake Bortles is going to have to step up and win the game. And they're hoping that maybe Blake Bortles can take that next step and do that for them. Now, if he can, they will be a surprise 
winner of the division. If, the, if he can do that. I doubt it. I do. I really do. Unless they, if they, if they go into Foxborough or they go to Kansas City or something like that and beat a team like that, then, then yeah, the Jags I'm, are I'm, not the Jags. I'm going to make a bold prediction right now. Trey, I will take your 50 push-ups that you owe us. No, you have to get your own 50 push-ups. Oh, wait, I'm, not 50 I'm not finished. I'm not finished. I'm not finished. I'm not finished. I'll take Trey's 50. Add 50. So that's 100 <laughs> if the Jags win the division. I don't, I don't want you. <laughs> yes. I don't want you dying on my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not doing those push-ups because the Jags are not winning this. The Jags are the Jags. All right, so we got 50 push-ups on that, then. If the Jags win the division, you are doing 100 push-ups. But he's still doing his 50. No, he said I'm going to take No, no, no. He's still doing his 50 if Carbello goes to Houston. Forget that. I almost cussed again on this podcast. Forget that. You are doing your push-ups, son. Carmelo Don't take that away from me. Carmelo ain't coming to Houston, bro. Well, he might not, but you said he's going to go to OKC. That was the bet. You keep on forgetting about that. He's not going to go. He's not going anywhere. But you said if he if he leaves if he leaves he's going to OKC. I said if he goes to Houston, then you know. But I I don't. That's going to be so awkward. Can't believe we're talking about this right now. But let's imagine if he stays in New York after all the stuff that has been going on. He'll play thirty games, thirty five games. He'll be on the injured list. He'll be. Faking some injury, or they'll have him on some. He's not going to play. No, he's. I, I. I highly doubt that he plays the whole season in New York next year because this is a waste of a season. He's at an age now where he can't be wasting years. He might bend and say, "You know what? Hey, take me to Cleveland. Take me somewhere. If you can't do Houston, I need out of New York." Yeah, but if New, I mean, if New York wants to, you know, be jerks, they could say, "You know what? Forget it. If we're going to have to pay you anyway." Because no one's going to take on that salary, and I'll just hold out. I'll just not play. That's what I'm saying. He, if he, if he, I mean, he'll suit up every now and then, but he's not going. He won't play that many games. He won't play that many games. Man, New York, New York, the New York organization can't afford that. I feel like if the fans see this and Carmelo doesn't play, and New York is like, okay, you don't play, you don't play, the fans are going to. They're already disgruntled as it is. They're going to take that more as a shot. I think. I think they're going to have to get rid of him at some point. During the course of this season, yeah, probably, probably, and I don't, and I, I wouldn't blame him to be quite honest with you. I wouldn't blame him one bit. Uh, but I think that's that's a it's a long shot, brother, to 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 get rid of him. Nobody's taking on that salary. Someone like the Rockets, a lower tier organization, might do wow. something like that. Wow. Uh, but I think they'd be foolish to do I that. I mean, you had to text us. Just give me my rocket. But this, this is why we do this, though. <laughs> give me my he rocket. Does, he does this every <laughs> what did I week. Do? He does this every time we're on the podcast. The one time I say something negative about a team, the Jags are the Dags, he won't let that go. But the way you poo-poo on the rocket Have I Texas, been wrong yet? Oh, my God. Wrong about what? Anything. What did you just say right now? You said that the, said the, the Rockets lower, are a lower tier organization. Come on now. Anybody who knows anything about... The Rockets organization, those are now a lower okay. tier organization. Other than Paul George, other than Paul George going to OKC, what else have I been wrong about? I told you the Warriors were going to dominate. They did. I told you Cowboy Nation was back. We were all wrong we about. Are. We were all wrong about the Gordon Hayward situation. Okay, about him being the first one to fall. Yes, that and that. Right. But I did dominant. tell you he was going to Boston. I, I no, I, that's I, fine. But everything else, set in stone. Everything else was wrong. You said Paul George. You, you didn't say anything about Paul George going to OKC. No one did. No okay, one I'm saw the, that one oh, But I'm just saying this is basically on right. Trey and what he was right, right so or wrong that about. That was wrong. So that was wrong. 
Cowboy Nation is back. The Jags had that. What kind of statement is that? I can say that barbecue chicken is back. <laughs> what does that mean? Barbecue, barbecue chickens kind of fell off. I'm just saying, you have no proof that to back that up. You have no proof to back that up. I have proof to back that up. That the Cowboys Because I know one thing. I went to sleep last night very happy knowing that my team won our opening home game against a team in our division. And we were successful. What did you think about your team's performance yesterday? I'm glad you asked that. I think the the Cowboys are trending towards the early 2000 Chargers, the team that has all everything, quarterback, running back, but they always lose. And the Texans are trending towards the Browns, a team that just looks really bad. But who would you rather – what fan would you rather be? Honestly, just throw me the Browns. I don't want to just have these built expectations every year just to collapse at the end. I just want to know you're garbage. You stay garbage, and that's what we are. So I, I feel I, bad for you. You're really high right now, but you'll be no, very low. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me talk for Chris a little bit. I don't think you know exactly what it means <laughs> to be a Brown fan, okay? I will take the Cowboys <laughs> any day of the week. If I'm going to the playoffs 13-3, I don't care if I lose at home or I don't care if I blow a lead. I want that. I want the opportunity to go to the playoffs and say, hey, we have a chance to win Super Bowl. As opposed to being a Browns fan, where you just what what's it look forward to? Are we changing jerseys this year? Are we are we <laughs> are the stadium lowering prices on food? You know, no way, Chris. I will take being a team that has high hopes each year going to the playoffs. And and I and I and I can appreciate your honesty when it comes to that. But all I'm saying is, if y'all want an application. To jump on our bandwagon, we have some. We have some extra ones. I'm a Texan fan for life. I am a Houston sports organization fan for life. Uh I was an Oilers fan. Okay, they left. I didn't jump ship and go to the Titans. For all you Titans fans out there, that jump ship. I stayed. I waited. And now I'm a Texan fan. That's just the way it is. There's there's no application. I I shred your application. Okay? (laughs) I don't want it. We got plenty. So when you change your mind, when you change your mind, I will never change my mind. Okay. Well, I just want, I mean, if my side piece doesn't do a little bit better, I'm going to have to get a better one. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So I'm just going to need y'all to step up because y'all are not side piece worthy right now. So what happens if the Texans and the Cowboys go to the Super Bowl? Like a menage? I'm going to choose, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, of course. Of Y'all should have seen Trey's yeah. facial expression. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like this creep. Like would, he runs into the room like, yeah. Would that be, that would be, that would be, I would run around Houston. I would run around Houston with Naked? my Cowboys jersey oh. on. Like, and just, I would dare someone to say something. I would, I would dare somebody to say that something. That would be a spectacle, though. That's like a dream of mine. The Cowboys and the Texans. In the Super Bowl, but if the Cowboys beat the Texans, I mean, it will it would be a bragging thing. Like you, will have, Cowboys were able to talk forever yeah. and ever. It doesn't matter if the Texans win ten Super Bowls in a row after that. <laughs> all you have to say is we beat you on the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's all you have to say. And a discussion. Same thing for the Texans, though. If the Texans were to beat the Cowboys in the Super Bowl, yeah. that will nullify everything the Cowboys have ever in done mind. in the history of the in NFL. Your, in your mind. <laughs> All we need y'all to do is win a couple of playoff games. That's it. And if y'all can do that, then everybody will be happy. Just two playoff games. It's, same thing for the Cowboys. No. Y'all have <laughs> uh, y'all won game. two playoff games in y'all's history, though, right? Or three? 
think it's, I think three. it's two. We beat the Bengals Bengals. twice. And then we Raiders did the Bengals twice? Oh, yeah, we did yeah. the Bengals twice. Three. So three. And you're, kudos. That's another thing that scares me. How many playoff games have the Cowboys won in the last 20? Why are you bringing up old stuff? Okay. It's new stuff. No. <laughs> <laughs> if we're going to talk about history, if you're going to talk about y'all's history, I need to talk about our history. Uh, That's all I'm saying. But we could say that for another day. Because all I'm saying is the AFC South division leaders as of September 11th, 2017, are the Jags. Because they are the Jags. They're winning them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll see how long that lasts. Okay. But I'm not going to. Look. I'm not. If if the Jaguars win this division, that's not too much of a surprise either. To be honest that, with you, that would stun me. The Colts, that the Colts, a, that okay, would be the, the shock ja- of the, the NFL. No, 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 look, 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 let me let me tell you something right now. The Jaguars, right? You can argue that the Jaguars are the second best team in this division. You could argue. Oh it. my! Right now, you could. The Colts are. You can't even mention the Colts. The Colts are terrible. I don't know who the person sitting across from me is. If the Colts, but if, the, if, if you could have Oeni come back to this podcast, that would be amazing. <laughs> Please return him because the person that sits across from me. Look, look, the Texans right now from that first week of the season. Let's say Deshaun Watson just doesn't evolve as a quarterback. He's going to be the starting quarterback for the rest of the year. That's a rookie quarterback there. I don't care who it is. He's going to make some mistakes. And if the defense doesn't solve the problems that they have. You could argue that the Jacksonville Jaguars, they might be the best team in the division. You can argue it. I'm not saying they are. The Titans have to prove the Titans. You mother. (laughs) (laughs) The Titans have to prove to us that this is their year. Everybody is just saying, oh, the Titans are going to be the team this year. The Titans are going to be the team this year. They got to prove it. Okay. The Jags were the only ones to win their game week one. I'm just saying it's arguable. Okay. No one's going to argue who the worst team in the league, I mean, the division is right now. It's the Colts without Andrew Luck. It just is. The Jaguars just beat the Texans. Okay. So you can put them ahead of the Texans too. Right. It would be, who do you think is better, the Titans and the Jaguars? The Titans. I I think so too. But I think you can make an argument after week one that the Jags are the best team in the division. Okay. I'll take that. Can you believe you just said that? Yeah, I can. Will that be edited out the show? <laughs> <laughs> I got some editing to do on this show. <laughs> All I know, man, is I didn't mean to be rude. I was just trying to check with my boys, make sure y'all was all right. All I'm saying is I just want y'all to keep it real, knowing that y'all are who we thought y'all were. And... Until y'all decide to make the right decision when it comes to who's going to be the starting quarterback, I think what's what you were right. What this is to be expected, and I just think it's going to make a big difference. They need to pay Dwayne Brown. That's a given. Everybody has figured that out, and they need to make sure we do the right. We that's my side piece. Yeah, that's me talking. They need to do the right thing by Deshaun Watson and the future of this organization by saying, "Hey, quick trigger, O'Brien. We need to either be all in." Yeah. With Savage and say, Deshaun Watson, sorry about that, but we're going to ride Savage out until the wheels fall off. Or Savage, you know what? Thank you for being, you know, this pawn and Watson is your team. Until one of those decisions are made, I'm thinking y'all y'all might go eight and eight, seven and nine. That, I, I really think so. I think you're right. And that may be enough to win the division. No, he, he's absolutely right. Eight and eight, seven and nine may, may be, be enough. enough to win the division. I you think, can't I tell the me Titans right now. Many more games than but, that. They lost to a really good Oakland no, team. No, no, they did. They did. 
but they went nine and seven last year. Like I said, they have to prove it. There are some games last year where if defenses figure out how to stop uh, Marcus Mariota from getting out of the pocket and stuff like that, they can contain that that offense. Yeah. So but I think he's going to figure out how to work with Decker a little bit better. And I think this is going to be, I think this will be a lot. I think this division will be more competitive than what people thought. Because I too thought the Texans would, you know, run away with this division. No matter what I said on the show, I thought they would literally win this division easily. Where's Trey? <laughs> now, where where's Trey disappeared to? You have never said that. I thought you they would never. Win. Oh, give me. I a thought break. they would win this division. I picked Are them you to feeling, win the don't AFC feel South. Sorry, don't feel sorry for me. Bro. I don't feel sorry don't for feel you sorry at for all. Texas fans, okay. <laughs> I don't. don't, don't I wish I could lie and say that I did. I thought the Texans would win this division. I really did. You were high on the te- the Titans. Oh, because I, I I think they're really good. I think they're a really good football team. But I thought the Texans would win the division. So Chris, you keep on shaking your head about this Jaguar thing. You have you think there's no chance the Jaguars win the division? The Jaguars are a terrible football team. Unfortunately for the Texans, the Texans came out even worse, more flat footed. Like you said earlier in the show, but it wasn't embarrassing. It was just the norm for the Texans. But when I watched the Jaguars yesterday. There was one impressive player. Well, two. The defensive line was impressive, but Leonard Fournette was impressive. But as far as Blake Bortles, I, I coming into the season on earlier podcast, I thought he was okay. But after watching the preseason, he is he is a terrible quarterback. And I don't expect him to win the division. I do think the Texans or Titans can win this division at seven and nine. Okay. I could see that easily. But as far as the Jaguars winning more than six games this season, no. No way. That would be double. Okay, they, the they, they've projected. already won one, right? They're gonna, they could Who do they beat? They beat the Texans. Oh. Let's say they, they go to Jacksonville and beat the Texans again. Because it's at home. It's possible. Because even when the Texans were, you know, decent, they've always had problems beating the Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville. That's two games. They might beat the Colts twice. If Andrew Luck doesn't come back healthy, that's four games right there. Watch out for Jacoby Brissett. Oh. If he get, if they give him a chance, Tozin was trash. Tozin's trash. They didn't get Kaepernick to back up Brissett. But that's a different conversation. But I definitely think the Jaguars-Titans, and excuse me, Jaguars-Colts, that's that's a real interesting game right there. I can't see it. It can go either no, way. No, no, no. If they keep Tozin at quarterback, Jaguars, because the Colts' offensive line is not that great either. And the Colts, their defense has never been called good. So they're going to be able to run up and down on the Colts defense as well. Yeah. So I, you know, but you know, it's week by week. Teams adjust, things happen. So we'll see what happens week to week. Yeah. I agree, but it's a great day to be a Cowboys fan. But we're back. Cowboy Nation. Can I say, because I thought the Giants would beat us one game. So I said 13 and three. So can I say 14 and two? You can say whatever you want to, Trey. I just did. <laughs> Every time you talk about the Cowboys, I think about the Rock and about that star, and you shine it up real nice and sticking it up somewhere. <laughs> Fourteen and two, baby. We're back, <sighs> guys. I apologize that Trey is still on this podcast, but he is. Hopefully, you enjoyed what we had to talk about. Please subscribe. Leave us some comments. Let us know what we're doing right or we're doing wrong. We want to get better as a podcast for you guys. So leave some comments. Let us know how we're doing. You guys have anything else to add to the show? Bulls on parade.
calves, more like calves on parades. <laughs> <sighs> Go Bengals. Thanks for listening to the new channel sports podcast. Leave comments. Please rate the podcast with five stars and don't forget to subscribe. Check out the podcast daily for sports news and scores Thursdays for the take of the week and every Tuesday and Saturday for discussions on hot sports topics.